This podcast is brought to you by Dolphin Image Studios. Our studio has everything that you need for your next film or television project. For more info, visit our website at dolphinimagestudios.com. Hey, want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? Sergeant Hugo Stiglitz. Heard of everybody Welcome back to another episode of Meanwhile at the Studio. I'm your host today for a very special episode, and I've got with me right now Juan Pantoja, president of Dolphin Image Studios. What's going on, Juan? Everything is going well. I'm a little bit tired today after a week of production here in the studio. We have our first uh, feature coming to the studio this year called Screen Test. This is a, a, sh- a short horror, which is like a mixture of a, a horror and a comedy. It's a film within a film. Um, so they're making fun of the old 70s horror flicks, like very cheesy, very over-the-top acting and all right. that kind of stuff. And it's a story of this, how this um, scream queen has to fight her way back to stardom. And there's a lot of blood, a lot of killing, and uh, deceitful, and friends that become enemies. Yeah, it's kind of an homage to the B-thriller horror genre. So yeah, we've got some stars, you would say, coming to the studio today, or uh, this week. And yeah. uh, it's pretty cool to see the, the studio hustling, bustling, full full parking lot, full production. What do you see going on on set? Um, yeah, it's been a lot, of, a lot of moving parts, a lot of moving people, too. Like, we have um, stars and crew from all over the place. We have people coming from... California, from Atlanta, from New York, all over the place, uh, from Chicago, um, to make this this project happen. Um, we had a chance to talk to some of the, the cast for, for the production a little bit, uh, which we feel really great about it because they took out a few minutes um, from production. So actually, meanwhile, <laughs> while at they were at the studio. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, we're keeping true <laughs> to the name. Uh, we've got Dave Sheridan, who you might know from Scary Movie 1, Jeff Chase, which you might know as the largest man on every set. Big dude, you've seen him in the uh, the mechanic. Uh, you've seen him in tons of other movies where he's playing an act. You know, anytime they need a big body, they bring in Jeff Chase, and he was awesome. Uh, we also got Glenn Morshower, whose voice is a warm bath in butter. It's just the the butteriest, smoothest voice ever, and you'll get to hear that. We also got Darby Hinton, who you you probably wouldn't recognize the name, but if you see his face, you would know him uh, straight away. He's been he's been in the industry for years and done a ton of projects. So uh, we were super excited to get a chance to sit down, even for five minutes. Just talk to them about their experience here in Winter Haven, working here at Dolphin Image Studios. Yeah, we got some great stories told by them, and uh, hopefully in the next few weeks, because this production is not done yet, we're g- they're going to be filming here at Winter Haven uh, in conjunction with their studio for the next two weeks. Uh, we're going to have some of their stars to come to talk to bu- to us a little bit at the podcast. They, they're being very, very generous with their yeah, time. Generous with their time and going to spend some, some time talking to us. Uh, we want to see what, what they feel about uh coming to Winter Haven, the middle of Florida, to shoot, and a little bit about their, their stories and a little bit about their schedules. Yeah, stay tuned. We hope to bring uh, more. As we do more productions here, we would like to bring in more high-profile guests in here, just get you a get you a little taste of the behind-the-scenes action and you know what we're doing here at the studio. So uh, I think we're going to go straight into Dave. we got a special guest in here today. And it goes by the name of Dave Sheridan. Dave, oh, welcome to the show. I thought we were only going to go by first names. We're not on a first name basis yet, so we'll get there. You guys are Joe and Nate, and you should have just said, and Dave, we're here with Dave. That's true. I should have probably done that, yeah. Maybe they could have guessed at who it was. <laughs> welcome to the show, man. Oh, thank you for having me. 
We've got a feature film in studio at Dolphin Image this week, and Dave is on it. And why don't you tell us a little bit more about what you're doing on set? Well, this is an independent movie, and so I am acting. I'm playing a role, but when you do a film of this nature, you kind of can wear a lot of hats. So yesterday I helped art department roll in a Dr. Frankenstein <laughs> set and stuff like that. So yeah. what am I doing here? Yeah. I've been asking myself that since I landed. Right? Like, where the hell is Winter Haven? <laughs> like, what the hell am I doing here? Oh, my God. Yeah, I was picked up at the airport and driven here, and then the next morning I showed up at Dolphin, what's it called? Dolphin Fart? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Dolphin <laughs> Image Studios. <laughs> Dolphin what? Dolphin Image Studios. Dolphin Image. Dolphin Image Studios. Yes, sir. Yeah. In Winter Haven, Florida. Florida, yes. Yeah, nobody knows about it. The illustrious Winter Haven, so Florida. Haven from yeah. the winter. You know? Yeah, well, not yesterday though, right? No, yesterday was freezing, 32 degrees. We that woke up wild. 32 degrees. No, we haven't there was had iguanas that in freezing in the trees and falling down on the ground. It was out of control. Yeah, I very, couldn't believe it. I was like, and, and I'm from California, so I, it's not one of those things right. where it's like, and I brought the cold with me. No. But, no. And, and our first scene was like, it, this, we're shooting stuff here in the studio, but then we're also shooting on location. And, and the film is called Scream Test directed by Bob Cook, starring Felissa Rose uh, and myself. and But it takes place on a tropical island, or, you know, just an island, but it's tropical-esque. I wouldn't say it's in the tropics. No. Sure. Yeah. But, but it's supposed to be warm. It's supposed to be sunny, you know, and there's palm trees. And we do have that here in Florida. Right. And there's lots of lakes to fake, like the island and stuff. Tomorrow we're doing a drone. Are you guys involved in the drone? Uh, actually, that's stuff? our buddies, uh, Rick and Joel. They're going to be doing the drone work for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. I knew that you connected them somehow so there's the boat ride going to the island right we in the back here of the studio we shot a little picnic scene and she's in a bathing suit and i'm in like a, a short sleeve shirt but i have I, i'm so glad i brought my puffer jacket because i had my puffer jacket on oh, between man. shots because yeah, it was so cold sure. right, right, right and it's like you don't think you're going to go to florida and have to pull the old no. okay you can't show the your lips are chattering in purple you know and no, we were just as surprised as you yeah, and yeah. i think i yeah. say something like it's beautiful here Perfect place for a getaway, and I'm like freezing. I'm like, but it's beautiful. Yeah. Take it. That's a testament to how good of an actor you are, though. It is. And then we shot inside your studio, and um, yeah, it's a pretty cool place. Oh, right. Thanks, we appreciate. And, yeah, but this film is fun. I don't, I don't want to give anything away. No, sure. don't. Yeah, it's it's a thriller. It's a horror thriller. Felissa Rose is is a scream queen. It's called Scream Test, and um, she plays a self-referential actress of scream queen movies, and and. The real Felissa Rose has is a scream queen. She's famous in the horror sort of genre right. with the horror fans, and this is kind of playing into the her own persona a bit, you know, cartoonized and uh, right. Um, and so it's you know, but it's more of a thriller than a horror. Like like her and I met actually doing Victor Crowley, which was Hatchet Four really, but it was rebranded for the killer Victor Crowley, right. and that one is more of a straight slasher blood and guts horror movie for like the real horror fans that like the gut openings right and heads getting ripped off, of this isn't that this is more of you know the Agatha Christie who done it like kind of like that knives out that's kind of like a throwback okay, yeah. yeah a little yeah. bit more of an homage to the genre than uh just straight like horror you know kill fest yeah I don't think you see a lot of you, you the bodies are stacking up but they're stacking up already killed because we don't know who the murderer is right okay. we're on this island the boat is dismantled. We can't get off. There's no cell phone service. And then it's like slowly it's whittling down to we're all suspects, but it's got to be one of us. It sounds great, and I can't wait to see the final product. Well, cool. Well, uh, 
thanks for being on the show and uh, you know coming in here you know super short notice and you know letting us uh, talk a little bit about screen tests. All right, and we're back from uh, Dave Sheridan's interview. Super cool, very yeah. nice guy. Uh, really enjoyed getting a chance to talk to him. Great story. So next, I think we're gonna go into Jeff Chase. Jeff Chase is a giant man. I'm about six foot three, and he makes me feel about five two. <laughs> Everybody has to talk to every single door screen that we have here. Uh, he's been in Baby Driver, Dark Places. He was on Bloodline. He's all over the place. The escape plan. The escape plan. I mean, he is an action star in his own right. And we only had about two minutes with him, unfortunately, before we had to get back on set. But we were very appreciative for the time he was able to give us. Issues with having um, having to schedule things. You want to schedule your, your, your talent around their schedule. So they were only able to have him on set for one day. And we were able to get two minutes out of his time on set to, to talk to us. So yeah, big shout out to Jeff Chase, and we appreciate you for coming on the show with us for a few minutes. Take a listen. We've got a very special guest today, Jeff Chase. What's going on, man? Hey, how you doing? So uh, so special, I didn't even uh, mention our co-host, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. Yeah, you're good, man. He's very, very special. Yeah. Jeff is at Dolphin Image Studios at our uh, studio filming a movie called Scream Test, where he plays Baby Frankenstein. <laughs> And, uh, you know, for, for everyone without uh, eyes in here on the studio, we've got him hanging out in, uh, in a bathrobe. With Sorry. a diaper underneath. Well, so, shit. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I let it out of the bag. Oh, man. <laughs> took me 20 years Plot point. Yeah. as an actor to, to land this role. Well, we're glad to have you yeah. here, man. Yeah. yeah, tell us a little bit about uh, Scream Test. I, I think it's, it's, uh, it's your classic uh, horror, horror film, you know, with your typical... Um, Typical things that you're going to expect to happen, but I think kind of one of the neat things is is a story within the story. You know, we're right. okay. getting able to really corny it up even a little bit more when we're shooting the scene that I'm involved in, which is, uh, uh, you know, we're shooting a movie within a movie, and so we're kind of doing the typical things and uh, a little bit uh, a little trophy, exaggerated. But, yeah. but I think it's pretty cool. It's funny. I've just been laughing all day, and working with Glenn is, I mean, <laughs> he's it's just the best. brilliant. Yeah, oh, oh Glenn. Trying not to laugh during the scenes, right? I don't know, but uh, that might work too. The way we're the way we're pulling it off, so. right? You oh know? yeah, and it's it's nice because it's a comedy. You know, you're 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 this part that we're doing, and and it's right. nice to see him be able to do. He's always like playing such a serious, straight you know, face, yeah. Straight, you know, guy, but uh, he's yeah. very very fun to watch. So. Well, uh, you know what, you're getting called right now. So yeah, uh, right. thanks for the very short <laughs> interview. Well, well, I'll um, let you know how it goes. Yeah, yeah thanks. Please. Hopefully, we can uh, maybe get you back in here when you're all wrapped or, uh, yeah, or something. Sure. But if not, thanks for having us. Yeah, and, I appreciate uh, it. You got anything you want to plug real quick? Um, Instagram, Facebook, anything like that? Any uh, events coming up soon? Uh, I don't know. What's Facebook? What is that face? My face. My, my space. My, my face. My place. Something. I don't do any of that stuff. All okay, right, cool. cool. That's probably why. Makes it so much easier. All right, Jeff, thanks so much, man. All right, take care. All right, that was Jeff Chase. We hope you enjoyed that interview. Super cool guy, and he was doing the entire interview in his uh, bathrobe and with a diaper underneath. So, you know, that's showbiz, baby. Yeah, he plays baby baby Frankenstein in the uh, lap scene. So, yeah, to, you have to check out the movie when it comes out. Did they get chocolate all over our soundstage? No. No? Okay, no. good. They were using uh, chocolate as fake blood, so I was concerned that yeah. they were going to ruin our soundstage with chocolate. But that's how you get ants. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but that's why you clean after. Uh, that's true. A little clor- Clorox and bleach. Who's who's next? Uh next we have, oh my God, Darby Hinton. Yes, Darby, Darby Hinton. Darby Hinton. 
Darby was an awesome interview. We asked him what the hell he was doing here in, in Winter Haven as well, and he is actually familiar with the area. He vacationed here, and as you'll hear in the interview, he's a big fan of the Central Florida area, so I think you guys are going to enjoy his yeah. little tidbits. Awesome, awesome stories and a great trajectory. Um, he's, been, he's been working for a long, long time. Oh, uh, my God. Yeah. He's been working since Jesus was a boy. <laughs> I think he was on the third film ever made. He was on Mr. Ed back in the day uh, when he was four years old. And he told me that his first role, uh, his first time on screen was uh, when he was six months old. He's he's playing Otis. Uh, he's the care, uh, caretaker of the spa where all these stars are going to rehab. And a lot of awful and cool things happen to Otis in this film. So, yeah, let's let's see what, what Darby shared with us today. All right, here you go. What's going on, everybody? This is Nate back again in the studio with Joe and hey guys. special guest Darby Hinton. Welcome, man. Thanks for being on with us. Oh, yeah, my pleasure. Thank you guys for Absolutely. having me. Absolutely, no, not a problem. So, uh, just a little backstory: we got a little movie going on in the uh, studio this week called Scream Test, and uh, Darby's playing the role of. I play. Um... <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Who do I play? Who, there? What is it? <laughs> Who do I play? <laughs> um, uh, I I get to play the handyman. Otis Taylor. That's who there it is. There we go. Oh, Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Google. Team effort. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I become very prepared for these parts. You know. Did you read the script before you came in? There's a script. Yeah. That's the rumor. I don't know. That's, that'd be interesting to see. <laughs> no, there is a script. It's a very good script. <laughs> yeah, I play Otis, the the uh, handyman. That. Um, Who's fun? He's a ranger, and he's got some fun things to the character. I saw you guys setting up the workshop in your in your little uh, den of sin back there. <laughs> we got a nice picture of you up on our Instagram page as well. I don't know if you if you've seen that. No, ah, you look I'm, great. I, I'm old fashioned. I I do a little Instagram. I do mostly Facebook. Oh, What's you your go. Facebook so everybody listen can uh, find you? Uh, Darby Hinton. Okay, well that's easy enough. <laughs> <laughs> Easiest plug of your life. It's private though, so don't bother. <laughs> no, no, no. Only my Darley's, Darby's darlings and dudes group is private. Uh, is that a real thing? Yeah. Let's let's start <laughs> I, there. I, I'm, I'm, I have a very fun group of ladies and dudes. Um, or I was going to say across the country, but from Australia, England, uh, all over the world, actually. And when I go out and do conventions and uh, autograph signings and stuff, we all tend to get together and, and have a fun time. Have a couple of drinks, a couple of libations? There might be a drink yeah, or two. Yeah. Why not? Get loose. What's your, what's your drink of choice? What's your poison? Um, I'm, I like a Long Island iced tea. Hey, it'll get you there. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, I mean, why waste why? time? Who cares? Yeah, <laughs> I don't care. My. If it tastes good, I'll take it. Listen, I had to abstain from Long Island iced teas after uh, one Caribbean cruise, seven days. It was the cheapest slash stronger, strongest drink on the cruise ship, so that's all I drank because uh, I was 19 and on a budget. Ah, so uh, after that, I've really had my fill. I kind of did that with tequila right around that age, too. Yeah, uh, experience. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I went one step over the line twice, and after that, I'm like, okay, there will not be a third. Uh, can you share any details of that story? Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. I can't even remember details about that story. That's how good it was. Well, once I did remember waking up in the hospital, so, yeah. Glad you're still <laughs> here with yeah, us. Glad you, glad you made it. Yeah, so am I. When you're not in the illustrious Winter Haven, Florida filming, where do you reside? Uh, I'm an L.A. boy. So oh, nice. So okay. Wow. Nice. How do you find Winter Haven? I love it. Um, I love Florida. I, I, growing up, spent a lot of time here. Um, I did a series when I was a kid, The Daniel Boone Show, and every time we'd go on hiatus... Um, we kept a place in Jamaica, 
and we always would, you know, this was the stopping off point. Of course, going. yeah. Right. And then my mom actually had a lot to do in the Miami area. She helped start the Jockey Club and the Palm Bay Club and and like I said, and and Silver Spring, I was kind of disappointed that Cypress Gardens isn't here anymore. Yeah, they turned it into Legoland. I know. I yeah. I, I still have my Dick Pope ski that he gave Dick me. Dick Pope Senior shout out. There you go. Yeah, he, that is a shout out of all shout outs. So uh, <laughs> interesting, you know, related to the film industry, Dick Pope is uh, really one of the main guys responsible of bringing film to Central Florida. Uh, this studio here that we're in now uh, was the Patterson Studio. And uh, through their partnership, they did all the filming for Cypress Gardens, all the commercials. They shot, uh, you know, any commercials that needed a lake, needed skiers, they would shoot it here at Cypress Gardens. Oh, that was great. I had such fun. Uh, you know, it was the old hydrocycle back there. Yeah. Long before jet skis or anything. Yeah, and totally. They let me go up in a kite. They gave me about five minutes instruction how to do the kiting, you know, behind yeah, on the yeah, skis. Yeah. Uh-huh. I just wish they'd taken an extra minute to yeah. stress the importance of keeping the tips of your skis up when you land. Oh, right. did you face plant? <laughs> oh, yeah. God, man. I, <laughs> I, I mean, I almost went through the, the, the kite. But that was the one time I was called into Dick's office. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, they had these great hydrocycles. You go out in the middle of the lake, and you know, you'd have a blast on. And, right. And, uh, and back then, they were, really were more like motorcycles that you sat on that had a motor. And, you know, as soon as the... The, the lovely quiet boat ride showing the southern yeah, bells on the shore right, yeah. was over, I could blast through there and do the tight turns in the yeah. little canals. Yeah. Trouble is I did that one day, and it wasn't quite the last cruise. Oh, yes. Oh, I come flying around a corner, and here's one of these little boats, and I had to hit the land and go up and over it and thought I might get away without anybody knowing, but no, 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 I got I got a <laughs> note to knew. come see boss. Right. Before you were working on Scream Test, what was the uh, what was the last project you were doing? Anything fun? Uh, last project I did was a Hallmark movie, which opened up their Christmas season this year called Christmas Wishes and Mistletoe Kisses. Some will they, won't they, and yeah. a little bit of romance. And, and the chance meeting and, you know, turn a bad boy good. That seems to be kind of a theme. You know, listen, I love it. I... Last year, the year before, uh, my wife and I just turned one on to kind of watch it, and we really got into it. I yeah. mean, they, they make you feel good. Some movie, yeah, they just, if you're in that mood, that yeah, right mindset. Yeah, and the Christmas yeah. spirit 100%. and everything. Yeah. So. so that was the last one. And then I did one before that called Bill Tillman and the Outlaws, which was a lot of fun. I helped produce that and cast that, and uh, I put my buddy Johnny Crawford in it. And we got Don Collier, Lana Wood, um... And the one that got me involved in screen test, Bobby Carradine. Okay. Because Bobby oh. Bobby was supposed to do this one, and he's like, Darv, I think he, you know, so I talked, and then that's when I talked to the director and everything, and I expected him to come out and do this with me, and then he went and got Lizzie McGuire again. So he, he's the dad in that. And they oh, my God. Up, okay. yeah, this oh, many, I know yeah. the dad, yeah. Yeah, yeah. this yeah. many years later. Of course, I grew later. up with all that, yeah. I know him very well. There you yeah. go. I mean, well, in the eyes of a TV, but yeah. Well, then also Revenge yeah. of the Nerds. Oh my God, that's he, hey, you would you know about Revenge of the Nerds? Oh, I love Revenge yeah. of the Nerds. I watched yeah. a little bit. But I wasn't super. I was a yeah, young I mean, a little yeah. young for you. See, I'm talking about television shows 50 years ago. These young <laughs> pups have no idea. Nothing. I'm gonna start going into Big Valley wagon trains. We respect say. the classics here. Mr. Ed, do oh, you remember that one? I do remember Mr. Ed. Ah. Yeah, I was a big uh, Nick at Night fan. Okay. So I, I, I mean, I was like, I did Happy Days. You know, I did watch all the Happy Days because the reruns yeah. and all that, but I did yeah. love it. Yeah. Well, I remember yeah. Mr. Ed was one of the first shows I remember doing that I watched. 
and I really enjoyed okay. and yeah. I wanted to see it. And I did it, I think I was four. I was older than three. I think I was about four when I did it. And I go in and they're like, okay, you're going to come in and, you know, you think you're buying the horse, but Wilbur wants to buy it back, so then you got to kick Wilbur. I'm like, I don't want to kick Wilbur. <laughs> I like Wilbur. Yeah. Did they oh. make you actually, like, kick the horse? <coughs> no, no, no. No, Wilbur's the man. Oh, yeah. my bad. I was yeah, the yeah, owner. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, it shows what I don't know about this. <laughs> it was Ed. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's what I said. I want to kick him. They're like, no, 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 it's okay. And in the dressing room, you know, they brought me the metal shin guard. They said, look, this is going to be over. Tap it. See how hard it is. This is going to be around his shin. You're not going to hurt him. I'm, like, thinking, good. Because back then, you didn't have tennis shoes. You had wood shoes. You know? Okay. I mean, all the soles and... Nothing soft about any of these shoes. And so I'm like, okay, oh, okay, I see it. So we go and we do the rehearsal, uh, the dress rehearsal. And, of course, I want to be, you know, do my part and be really good. So I said my line, Haldoth kicked him as hard as I could. And I get, son of a, oh! <laughs> and he starts jumping around and yelling and playing. He hadn't put the shin guard on for the rehearsal. Oh no! <laughs> oh, no. Yes. Just give him one. <laughs> oh, I gave I, and I gave the best what I could, <laughs> and oh, he went crazy. And then he calmed down, and they're like, okay, you know, now it's not. And then I couldn't kick him, you know, because I didn't right. get yelled at before. Oh. I'm only four, and you know, there's a horse and all these big people. I'm like, I don't want. Yeah. But I ended up kicking him. It came off okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's that is an awesome great. story. I mean, you've been working since you were four. And you just haven't stopped? No, I actually, I waited. I didn't get into movies until later in life. I did my first movie at three years old. Okay. But I did my first television thing at six months old. Wow. That was Playhouse 90. And then I did a bunch of television through that. And then I eventually did the Boone series and... And, I, and then we'll jump to Scream Test yeah, in Florida. Say, yeah, there there we go. Yeah. yeah. A little bit in between. Anything else you want to plug before we get out of here? I did a fun little book. It's called Growing Up Israel. Okay. And, and it started, I explain in the book that I'm dyslexic. A lot of actors are. We're just wired weird. I put together a book with like over 500 pictures in it because my mom always had a camera when I was a little kid. That's awesome. And at the time, it drove me and my sisters crazy. But, you know, I look back at it now and all... These trunks of pictures that were deteriorating, and you know, rodents would get into them and stuff. So I finally went through, put them all together. So without a lot of writing, a lot of pictures, I put together a fun little book that people have really been enjoying. That's awesome. If I wanted to find it, where would we find this? Yeah, yes, absolutely. Amazon does. Uh, I usually, out of my website, I'll do it, you know, personally autograph it to them and stuff and pictures and other memorabilia stuff. But thank you for reminding me. No problem. Yeah, what, what doesn't Amazon have these days? Oh, honestly, nothing. Yeah, yeah they've you've, taken over. Yeah, yeah. it's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. Yes, my yeah. book's on there too. Yeah. Amazon, Barnes and Nobles—is that a thing anymore? I don't know. What a bookstore? Have you heard of these, Joe? Yeah, Blockbuster. Yeah, yeah. I miss Blockbuster to be honest, but that was kind of going. That's my whole childhood. Yeah. Or well, if I turn it now, I already have a late fee, so I might as well keep it a couple more. Yeah. Days. Watch it a few more days. Yeah, watch a couple. Yeah. Oh, it's another late fee. Yeah. Well, now I better not turn it back in. Yeah. Cancel the credit card. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Just, just keep it. Just a bunch of movies and random cases. Um, and don't forget, be kind, rewind. I don't think maybe did we Ki ever. Kids won't even know what that means. <laughs> no, no. Kid, what kids won't know about that there was an actual device just to rewind the VHS. Yes. That's all it did. It didn't play it. Right. It didn't do shit except rewind it. That and was kids, the worst feeling. Yeah. Sitting down and putting a movie on and like shit. I'm at the end. And you have Hang to on. Give it, it. Five, take five, guys. <laughs>
That's where I, I <laughs> earned all of my karma points right there. Always rewind. You were good? You, oh, you I have rewound? to. The, the disappointment that you would feel like he was saying of hitting play and not being able to start the movie where you wanted it, I would not wish that on my worst okay, enemy. Okay, here's the test. Do you take the shopping cart back to the stall? No, I take it back to the store. I take it inside. <laughs> I go all the way back. Bullshit. No, it's I like do. Give me back my money. I no. just go right on the curb. Man, I'm out. No. Nope. <laughs> See? Not me. I take it all the way back in. Really? Yeah. Not the, it's even hot. the outside one? No. Cart, cart corral, get out of here. Dude. Well, that's awesome. That's awesome. All right. We'll take it out with that. We won't take up any more of your time, Darby. All right, I know you got to get thanks. back to set. That thanks so fun. much for having us. We yeah, appreciate, appreciate you. It, Darby. Thank you. And we're back. That was Darby Hinton. And a uh, great interview. Really yes, appreciated yes. him giving us his time. And I really enjoyed the opportunity to interview that guy. So, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Next, next we've got Glenn Morshower. He's been in everything. The smoothest, butteriest voice of all time. And then all the accents. And- oh. Master yeah. of accents. Yeah, so I don't really think we need to say much more about him. You guys sit back and relax and listen to Glenn Morshower. Shower your ears with warmth. Welcome to another episode of Meanwhile at the Studio Podcast. I'm your host today, joined by my co-host Joe and a very, very special guest, Glenn Morshower. How are you doing, Glenn? I am so well that it's almost unfair to others. (laughs) (laughs) So what the hell are you doing here in Winter Haven, Florida? You know, it's a a kind of a uh, reuniting with old friends week for me. I am back together with my dear buddy, Bob Cook who is directing Scream Test, and uh, he reached out to me, I guess, a couple of months ago and said, hey, dude, you mentioned that uh, you'd like to work together again. The last time Bob and I made a movie was in the summer of 1988. Oh, wow. And uh, here it is 33 years later, and we are doing our thing once again. So it's pretty cool. He just said um, in an email, "Would when you said you'd like to work together again, were, were you kidding or did you mean it? Because if you meant it, find the enclosed attached. And <laughs> it was the script. And he said, I don't know if you can do it because I'm filming a series in Atlanta right now called The Resident. But I said, but as long as it's a matter of a quick thing where I could fly in and fly out, then the answer is yes, I'd love to do it. Plus, I am so known for doing serious things, authoritative figures and right. so forth, a lot of generals, a lot of chiefs of police, right. uh, every military rank there is. And so no private, uh, these though, heavy right? dramatic things, and he gave me something that is so far out in left field, uh, comedically speaking. I'm I'm thrilled. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, we're glad to have you here at, uh, at Dolphin Image Studios. We appreciate you taking the time out of your schedule. Yeah, and I really dig these signatures you guys have on the wall of all the old time pros that have recorded in the studio. That's just uh, it's great. You can feel the walls talking. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we were uh, uh, Patterson Studios before in the 60s. Uh, they did all the film work for Cypress Gardens mm, uh, that was nice. here in Winter Haven uh, back in the day. And so we came in here and uh, bought the place about a year ago, remodeled it, but uh, kept a lot of the history because we felt it was really important to you know preserve that here. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we've got all the old Moviola cameras back there. And I saw them, and it's interesting. I have a studio. I teach a little over 100 actors a week, and I'll promise you 90, 97 of those 100 if they saw a movieola, would have no idea what it is, which is pretty cool. By the way, Florida, yeah. it's great to be back in Florida. Florida's very cool uh, in my life because this is where we shot the series for Netflix called Bloodline. Well, and we shot it down the road in Key Largo. And 
I'm very familiar. Uh, My Isla wife Murata was on uh, Bloodline. Oh, nice. Yeah, she played uh, Sissy Spacek's flashback. Oh, great. Did she have fun? She did. She had a great time. She got to meet Sissy, and I was like, hey, did you get a picture? You know, you're probably never going to meet her again. Mm. Uh, you know. Did she it, miss the opportunity? Oh, didn't even take it. Yeah. yeah. But they did eat <laughs> hot dogs together in the dressing room. Yeah, so it's that a was shame fun. because, you know, Sissy, like me, hails from Texas, and so she's she's good old Texas girl. You oh, know, she's, right. She, she's used to doing nice things for nice people. Yes, sir. By the way, every single person in my family sounds just like this. Even my mother, only her voice is a little deeper than this. That is awesome. Yeah, so I know you are a, uh, you taught yourself as a dialectician. I am. Uh, what's your favorite, you know, accent or dialect to don for a character? You know, it just depends because sometimes I'm going to do like this. You never know. And, you know, it's unlikely that I'm going to be on camera sounding like this. But, uh, you know, sometimes you're doing guys that are from the Bronx or something like this. Oh, you never know, right? You never know. Sometimes you've got to be way down under. And so it's just a matter of having a good ear. I learned to play the piano the same way. That is incredible. God damn. And then this is, this is one of my favorites. I always love this. It's based on a friend of mine who lives in Knoxville, Tennessee, and his S's take about a year and a half to say them. And he told me years ago, he goes, I swear, he goes, swear is how he pronounced the word swear. He goes, I swear, Glenn. Oh. When I was out in Los Angeles, <laughs> I went to, I got a job as a waiter, and I'd worked in this restaurant for about two months. And then they put me back to being a busboy. And I swear, I can't take it anymore. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> so I love on. that character. But it comes in handy in shows like King of the Hill because... Uh, I wound up doing about a half dozen of those, and I never did the same character twice. That's awesome. King of the Hill is what Mike Judge is a is a genius, and uh, that's oh all. Oh my yeah. god! Indeed, he's the best. Oh, man, so uh, I also heard that you were a bit of a motivational speaker. You know, it's the love of my life. Uh, as much as I love acting, and I've been acting now for forty nine years, been paid for it for forty five. Uh, but many many years ago, I started teaching a program that was really uh, an audition mastery course for actors called The Extra Mile um, Beyond the Audition. And in readying them for that, it was quite successful. Uh, did the whole thing on the prompting of my agent. And then he said, Glenn, honestly, I think you could head around the country and do this because you, at that time I was doing 24. And he said, so many people know you from this show. It's a global hit. And I bet you will fill auditoriums. And he was right. So in the early 2000s, I was traveling and went to Houston, Texas, and this good old boy approached me. He sauntered over both him and all three of his teeth, came over to me, <laughs> and he said, Hey, Glenn. And I knew I loved the guy automatically because it took him two syllables to pronounce my one-syllable name. He said, Hey, Glenn, my granddaughter told me if there you were ever anywhere near Houston that I was supposed to come here, you speak. And I'm going to do it just like he did. Okay. You ready? I'm going to look at you. Dude. All right. He goes, Hey, Glenn. My granddaughter told me that if I was ever anywhere near Houston, that I was supposed to come hear you speak. And as you can see, I have done that. And that's what he did. He took this eternal pause. Oh, you could great. have driven a Mack truck through it. And I thought, that's the strangest delivery of dialogue I've ever heard. I have since stolen from that guy. Of course, yeah. And you used it to. in several shows. Yeah. But he said... Uh, the truth is, son, and he was probably 20 years older than me, so he said, the truth is, son, I, uh, I'm i not an actor, so I didn't, I didn't know why she wanted me to come, but now I do, because the truth is, you weren't up there on that stage tonight talking about acting. You were talking primarily about love. You were talking about power and loyalty and uh, the nature of the spoken word and integrity and everything that's intrinsically good, 
And he said, and I'm just wondering, and he opened his jacket and handed me a business card. He said, I'm wondering if you might come speak to my people at Exxon. And that man changed my life. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And so now that's, what, that's where and you And then that catapulted, took... me into the, catapulted me into the speaking world, and now I speak at Fortune 500 companies and all over the world. And it is indeed the love of my life. That, more so than acting? Uh, not even close. No, really? I really love acting, but what? I am in my soul's water when I am um, inspirational. I'm not a, a big fan of the term motivational, but I'm an inspirational speaker. And it's live, so it takes me back to my theater roots. It's interactive. Right. The audience is right there. You know, sometimes uh, the film and TV world can be somewhat sterile because you're up there having a privatized experience, and right. there's not a lot of give and there's take no with audience. the audience. Right. Right. Yeah. You there's do no have direct feedback. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you do Absolutely. have give and take with your scene partners, and you're alive and well right. in that world. Mm -hmm. But a lot of times you don't have any sense of how it's affecting others until a year later when the After film comes release. out in the theater. Right, right. And uh, so that's very different. So I'm blessed to be able to do all three in that I still make movies and television series all the time. And then I'm teaching my workshops and then I travel around as an inspirational speaker. I feel like I've had at least a thousand people's worth of good in my life. That's amazing. Almost unfair levels of joy. Well, I mean, it's, it's awesome that you're giving back to the community and helping people. And that's know. what it's about. I mean, I'm 60 years old right now. So my school, although I have students as young as 21 and as old as 73, the bulk of them, you know, have a dream. They're around the 30-year mark uh, age-wise, and they dream of moving to either Los Angeles or now Atlanta because Georgia's become such a, a big film center. Right. Absolutely. But um, they want to study from someone who not only has done it but is still doing it. And um, it's, it's just at the height of fulfillment for me. That's amazing. Well, Glenn, I know you got to get back on I do. Set. I have to go back to yeah. set and get back to work. <laughs> Thank you so very much Thank for being on our podcast. Much. We appreciate it. It was an yeah, absolute absolutely. honor to have you on it. Thank, Thank you, you so buddy. Much. It's my extreme pleasure. Oh, man, that was such a good interview. Uh, <laughs> Glenn is the man. He His accents are incredible. It sounds like there's 20 different guys on our podcast. <laughs> yeah, and he switched so automatically from one to the other. It was like, it was like crazy. It was like, wait, what? What? What, yeah. happened? what just happened? So we're getting back to the uh, the regular format of talking about movies next week. We're going to do Friday, the movie Friday. Hit us up at, meanwhile, at the studio, everywhere you find podcasts. Now I'm going to go and uh, start getting ready for burning a victim on Monday morning. Ah, yeah, that's going to be a great scene. Uh, Juan is not only the president of Dolphin Image Studios, but an accomplished uh, special effects makeup artist. So he's going to be doing some of the visual effects for uh, Scream Test. Yeah, hopefully... One of these weeks, we'll discuss uh, special effects makeup in some of the films. Definitely. Yeah, guys, keep an ear out for that. We're going to do a special episode about special effects, the special on specials. Anything else you need to plug, Juan? No, that was it. Um, yeah, if, if you're around, if you're a filmmaker, if you want to look for something or a place where um, your story can be told, please visit Dolphin Image Studios. Yeah, dolphinimagestudios.com, uh, at Dolphin Image Studios on all your social medias. Thanks, guys. Thank you.